Happy New Year, and it's a new edition of the Falls Cast. Brought to you by the Falls Creek Press in beautiful Calga Falls, Ohio. Today is Sunday, January 7th. It's snowing outside, and we have a smaller than average crew today. Happy New Year. Happy MF and New Year. Oh, Happy New Year. Good morning. Today on the show, we have myself, Bart. We have Steven. Hello. Jen. Howdy doodly do. And Cassie. Good morning. Be sure to check out our website. Uh, we've got some new articles coming up, including, if you missed it, Mike's reasoning for why Die Hard is a Christmas movie. <laughs> very, Entertaining. Very well thought out scientific analysis. And I agree with his assessment. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to send your feedback to us. Tell us what you think of the show, of the paper. Uh, you can review us on whatever pet podcast catcher you use. Uh, and you can also get a hold of us on Facebook and email at fallsfreepress at gmail.com. Thank you. Um, I'm substituting in for Suzanne today. <laughs> so before we hop into the roundtable, how has everyone been? Uh, we we ha- we got our first tangle with the Rona. Coronavirus took down the whole family the week before Christmas. It was really mm. awful. My, yeah, my 81-year-old dad wound up four days in the hospital and we had to work hard to get him out on christmas day yeah so yeah. we had jennifer and i had covid and and gabe did, gabe did too and so did and my dad and then my son-in-law yep so christmas day i actually we got dad home from the hospital and i threw together pasta meal on christmas day just because that's all i had i didn't go couldn't go shopping nothing it was just yeah it was crazy and then I invited everybody over last minute and we had like a little mini christmas and it was made the best of it but yeah my parents stayed away because they didn't have covid and they had all the christmas meats they had the turkey and the ham yeah. so yeah. we had the sides. so yeah. we just we did a reset and then everyone felt better and on, we had our christmas on, on new, year's new year's eve, eve. yeah but Which, we left pop pop at home because he was still suffering from a pretty productive cough. So we we did have New Year's Eve plans to go down to see friends in Columbus to hang out with them, and uh, we weren't in any shape no, to go. We had to cancel that. That was a bummer. Yeah. So we got blasted over the last few weeks. Holidays were not as joyful, but we still made the best of it, and um, you know, got to spend a time with family. We were just uh, hurting. I'm still a little tired, and I still have a little bit of a headache here and there, and I still have a little bit of a cough. I lost my sense of smell and taste for a week. It was so crazy. Now I know how my Parkinson's patients feel. Um, a lot of them lose their sense of smell um, because of their disease, so it was really interesting. But thankfully, it came back. So Everyone's alive, and we made it through. So Yeah. How about y'all's? Yeah. I've, we've been good. I mean, nothing exciting made it through all the holidays yeah it wasn't it wasn't we did, we did the pub crawl before the week before and that was fun or maybe two weeks before i can't quite remember but we had a little bit of ho- holiday joyfulness piccolo christmas before we got sick yeah we did piccolo christmas and at the akron was, summit county public library which was really cute because our son plays piccolo and flute so he was you know yeah so the holidays were okay not not as yeah I'm rah, little, rah, rah, rah as usual a little kind of yeah. flat we went to a friend's house for New Year's, but midnight I was yawning and could barely stay awake. And I'm like, okay, you can take me home. Now. Oh, I was in bed at 9 p.m. I was asleep by like 9, 9, 10. I made it to like 12.05. And then because I heard the fireworks outside because I was watching TV. I wasn't even paying attention to it. <laughs> oh, it must be New Year's. Looked at my phone. Oh, yeah. And then I said, happy New Year. Nobody heard me. <laughs> and I went to bed. <laughs> oh, it's not the same when you're older, is it? No. <laughs> no. Nope. 
Well, I mean, it would have been because we would have been in Columbus right. hanging out with our yeah, friends. Yeah, we would have been partying. And we would have been partying. Then, yes, it would have been it, fun. It, uh, but, you know, COVID decided to have oh, give us other plans. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zero stars. Do not recommend. At the end of February, Police Chief Jack Davis will be retiring. He has been serving for 34 years and has been police chief for the last 10. Good for him. Thank you, Chief Davis. Enjoy your retirement. Wishing you many, many years of just chilling out, relaxing, doing home projects, and having fun with your fam. And hopefully, your wife and your kids won't get on your nerves too much. And you'll be able to sit there and enjoy it. <laughs> the city is accepting applications for the new police chief through January 19th. So, if you're interested and... You have a background in law enforcement? Thank you. <laughs> well, we're not a newspaper or anything. <laughs> so, yes, uh, go ahead and apply with the city. And like I said, that's January 19th. And we wish Chief Davis the best of luck in retirement. Next, uh, the Akron Beacon Journal recently just shared this week an article about the tower we so kindly referred to. Rex's erection. <laughs> I did not see that article. What what was the story about, Bart? Um, it was shared. It was an article from oh, back in 2011, this. actually. Oh. Yes, yeah, so they reprinted it. An article from 2011. Uh, oh. It was an in-depth look on on what it would would have looked like oh. if it had been finished. It wasn't an article about complaining about the moniker and then trying to make a new nickname for it. I'm sure they mentioned it in there somewhere. They oh, have... doubtful. It's actually a really good article. Um. In fact, they even started off, if you ever wanted to see it finish, we have a gift for you. No, we're not actually saying it's going to happen, but we'll tell you how it happened originally. Oh, man. What a teaser. I mean, it looked uh, like it would have been pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. So apparently Rex Humbard had this big plan. And I mean, we've talked about it a little bit in the, bit in the past, but he was hoping to have this 750 foot structure that would have, you know, there at the top where it is now, it was supposed to go higher than that. It was going to have a restaurant. It was going to where people could be down at the bottom of the restaurant. People could look out all over the city. And he was going to have, I apologize, I read it this morning, but now I'm like, what did I just see? It was based off the Calgary Tower initially. Uh, Humbard was a traveling preacher and saw that tower and said i want that yeah so yeah at the 504 foot level the uh, restaurant the dining room would combine me- outstanding meals with a panoramic view uh as the entire restaurant rotated at one complete revolution each hour and a half so it would turn really slow yeah yeah apparently <laughs> Country radio station WSLR filed an injunction at one point because they said the structure was going to interfere with their signal. What? That's kind of crazy. That's ridiculous. 
uh, that failed. Neighbors complained that uh, they looked at it and said, we don't want people looking down into our yards. Yeah. And that didn't didn't help any, but it didn't stop it because uh, the FAA and Federal Communications Commission gave their blessing. It got all the way up there. And then the Ohio Commerce Department and the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission accused him of selling unregistered securities to members of his congregation. Well, he probably did do that. Yeah. Well, he had to sell off most of his assets to pay back $12 million. Oh. And that's why, never, that why, that's why it never got finished. That's what tanked it? It, it never got finished. Uh, it looks like about five years later... He said, you know, someday we're going to finish this. People were complaining because, you know, we have that thing up there. Do we know how tall how how tall it is currently? Currently it is what where did it I think I believe they got up to okay, 494 feet. Okay, so it was supposed to be 750. So yeah. they got past where the restaurant was going to be and then just pooped out. Yeah, it's almost like where they got to where the restaurant was going to be built and then they didn't get apart. any further. Yeah. yeah. Dude went bankrupt. Oh, man. That's a lot of concrete and steel in that thing. Yeah. Crazy. Not cell phone towers. And then the That's Kriegers, it, yeah. And the Kriegers, the Kriegers own it, and they and they make tons of money on uh, on just rental for, for cell phone towers. But it was originally supposed to be antenna for the – it was originally supposed to be the antenna for WCOT, yeah. uh, oh, okay. which didn't happen – that was yeah. supposed to be Humbard's TV station. Right. And then it got sold to Angley uh, and became WBNX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Nice, nice uh, going over the history of our <laughs> the most embarrassing eyesore landmark in the county. Right. Maybe in the state. Yeah. I think somebody should just tag it and make it look like a big penis and just finish it off. Just paint it. It would be amazing. Hmm. Art piece. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. Gotcha. And then, we can, and then you can have water squirting at the top. It can be a performance piece. All right. Wow. Nice. Uh, sorry, folks. Not sorry. <laughs> this week's council meeting saw the newly elected council people sworn into their roles, and Russ Balsis voted in and sworn in as council president. Yay, Russ. Congratulations. He deserves it. He's a great guy, and he's very smart. Yep. With the change of having all one party on council, bylaws now have committees of five members rather than three. So there is you can read the entire article in our council notes, and which includes uh, everybody's assignment on committees and all what each council person is going to be doing. Very cool. It's always good to be educated about how your city council works and right. how it's structured. Yes. And many people do not know anything about it and how it's structured. And they want it to work how their brain thinks it should work. But that's no, that's not how it works. <laughs> I could name names, but I won't. <laughs> Muting. So this week, multiple restaurant news. Newses. I, I, Newsies. Yeah. Newsies. <laughs> uh, first, Blue Door Cafe. This happened just before the new year was selected as the 2023 Best Restaurant North 
at the Ohio Restaurant Association Industry Awards. Super well-deserved. Well-deserved, yes. Yeah, they, they're actually hiring a dinner server right now, if anyone's interested, Thursday make through Saturday. Money. yeah. I'm sure you make a, a pretty penny. We haven't been there for dinner in, in many years. But, it, it, uh, it was it's it's a three course four course meal kind of thing you go in there and, and well it's different now it's they different have a now different menu. yeah but it's upper scale and and better bring a checkbook yeah it's it's a it's a anniversary. it's an experience it's an experience it's a it's a once a year kind of restaurant special well, i don't know date. about that because they well, have that new chef in and he's, i know but uh, i'm not spending two two hundred dollars plus on dinner i mean it's not one of their more 12. than once a year <laughs> i think they have like sandwiches too that's not just like a 80 dollar entree it's well i could a little be bit... wrong i haven't been in a while yeah so. read the menu still have, they still have breakfast correct oh yeah oh, they yeah. still breakfast have breakfast and brunch. And, yeah. and brunch yeah yeah that's that's really what they're known for and then the dinner service something they started recently they yeah. did it like four or five years ago yeah and that's when they had these elaborate courses paired with different like beers and and then they did they did away with it for a while because they simply didn't have the staff to maintain it and then uh and then they now they're back up to doing it again after they've done a bunch of renovations inside so really um they serve beer now yeah they have that new bar yeah they have a new bar we haven't been in for the for a supper but always for brunch very good yeah it's fantastic food easily easily my easily my favorite restaurant in the area yeah I hear that from a lot of people. Well, I will have to go check that out at some point because it's been a long time since I've been over there. Oh, man. And their pastries are just crazy. They're just Yeah, amazing. just I mean, if you just want – I would advise just going there and getting pastries and leaving. Yeah. Because, yeah, their pastries are to die for. Well, we were talking about beer. Speaking of, Boss Chicken and Beer opens on Front Street on Tuesday. Is, is it, isn't that ahead of schedule? I thought it was supposed to be closer to, like, spring. I could I be mistaken. I thought so too, um, but I don't know. For some reason I thought it was supposed to be last summer, but maybe yeah, it was supposed. It's all just runs together anymore. Yeah. I, I drove by the other day and I saw people were frantically carrying things into the into the into the building. <laughs> it looked like it was starting to look pretty finished in there too. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't stopped by to check it out though. Oh, it'll be fun. Well, they have both. They have gluten free options. They have vegan options. Uh, chicken, and an extensive beer menu. Also, I was very uh, entertained by the fact that they sell refrigerated wings that you can take home and put in the air fryer. There you go. And they Ah. have the directions on their website (laughs) on how to cook them. That's kind of cool. I see where the chicken beer comes from, but who's the boss? I mean, you know. (laughs) I don't have an air fryer, so I don't know. Maybe have... it's an excuse to buy one. Nah. Do you guys have one? I do. I have, I have one. I it needs cleaned out because I haven't used it in a while. Okay. My, my part of a, I have an Instapot that also has a lid to be air fryer. Okay. That works pretty good. I haven't used it in a while, mm. but it makes the yeah. stuff good. It, they look neat, and we have a lot of friends that use them. It just we don't have the counter space really, and or the, the cabinet space to store it. If we wanted to get it out occasionally, so we just never. And we have a toaster oven. It's just and a convection oven. So whatever. Yeah. I have it takes up so much space on the counter. That big. Put it away. Then once you put it away, then you can. Doesn't come back out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. But I do like it. it. Makes very good crispy like chicken tenders and fries and things like that without all the oil. Okay. It, it basically it's a tiny tabletop convection oven. Is what it is. Yeah. 
Well, good luck to Boss Chicken and Beer. Hope they have a successful yeah, grand we'll, opening. We'll check it out when it's open. Sure will. Also, just just opened on Friday. They had their great well, they had their grand opening on Friday. Sulum Boba House opened on where, Front Street. Where is that? Where on Front Street? Oh, because I, I know where I know where Boss Chicken and Beer is. It's kind of on they the, are at twenty one twenty five Front Street. Okay, I'll have to poke around. Is that where that new building vacancy is? No. You know, what, you know what building I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's... I, yeah, I saw the photos. It is... Let me Google it. Yeah, come on. Because right I haven't even heard about it. Because we're not Boba Tea kind of people, I guess. Well, you're a... Okay, because if, down, if, if Facebook this, knew you, you were a Boba person, it would have been sticking that yeah, in your feet. It's down you by the Cog Valley Art Center. Ah, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, very well, cool. I think I know where it is. Google is giving me the image from... The back of the I building. Ah, yeah. Next to the tattoo place. <laughs> yeah, and it's not a very good image, is it, Bart? <laughs> no, it's literally the... It looks like a picture of the back of the Cauga Valley Art Center from, like, 20 years ago. Oh, boy. It's next to Asterix. Asterisk. Asterisk yeah. Coffee Bar. And then, by yeah, next to the Art Center. It's behind the restorative wellness massage center. Yeah. You know but what? It actually might be the might be in the back of the it building. It might be in the back of the building. It might be in the back of the building. Or it's one of those where you go through the hall. As a hallway. It might oh, be. Oh yeah, 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 because there's true. shelf life right next to it on the other side. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, it's down that hallway where people have to walk by your your art that's in the hall. With my name spelled wrong. With your name spelled wrong. Steven with a V. Oh, what a travesty. <laughs> Well, you could go into the back of the building where there's just a random sign that says yoga. Yeah. <laughs> get a tattoo, do some yoga, and get some tea. There you go. Yeah. The back, that picture from the back looks kind of not good. Yeah. <laughs> not, a, not a good. Well, that's because there hasn't been any landscaping done in the back of that area in a while. Maybe they fixed it up now because there's a built. Yeah, this is old from. Yeah. <laughs> 17 it says so yeah I, I do senior photos there back in there sometimes because you can get there's a little the vignettes you could get on mm-hmm. the, of the door and some other areas that are pretty but no you do a wide angle shot it looks like terrible well yeah they just i guess yeah they open on friday so be sure to check that out that's all the roundtable news i have all right well suzanne's good news is not going to happen we can do jen's bad news instead and just the bad news is that respiratory viruses are going running rampant right now. Everyone, you know, is spreading it because of their holiday shenanigans. So RSV is really peaking coronaviruses. And so now influenza is on the rise too, seeing a lot of hospitalizations. So be careful out there, guys. Stay home if you're able. If you're not, take some mitigation. Like wear a mask, wear a good mask if you're out and about and, you know, you're, you think you might be sick or exposed. But Good luck out there. Well, I guess I could say the good news is 2023 is gone. Okay. And it was a terrible, <laughs> crappy year. It was a shit year, and now it's over, and we're in 2024. We're going to have a good year. Turn that page. Yeah. I guess we could do, guess what time it is. Guess what time it is. It's Bart's art, so I'm going to sing it. But are you going to do a beatbox? Uh, no. no. Okay. I'll, maybe I can sing it differently. Bart's art. Bart's art. Bart's art. Bart's Arts! Bart's Arts! <laughs> oh, that's why That ever. was beautiful, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Move over, Suzanne. Jen is here. <laughs> Bad news and, and punk Bart's Arts. <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> <laughs>
Not sorry. <laughs> so January 12th through the 28th at the night stage at the Akron Civic Theater, they're presenting Legally Blonde the musical. Legally Blonde has quite a cult following. It does. And I've, not, I've seen it once and I, I'm just like, eh. I've seen it at least three or four times. It's a cute movie, but I mean. I, I guess I don't get it. I, I never know. understood the reason for it to be a musical. Oh, yeah. I don't it, think there's any music in it. Uh, Reese Witherspoon actually owns to the rights to that movie. She like produced it and everything. And she's made, um and, and like, I think built a production company and they actually produced, I mean, and she, she's made tons of money off the legally blind movies because she legally owned, blind, legally, legally blonde movies because <laughs> she owned all the rights to them. And now oh. she's like a billionaire because oh, of it. God. And really? she's pro- yes. And she probably produced this too. Oh this man. Is probably, you know. I'm going to Google that. That's pretty wild. But their tw- tickets are $20 and FYI, if you go, it is apparently a three and a half hour show. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, the, the Civic is a cool theater, but I don't know about Legally Blonde for three and a half hours. I'm sure yeah. it's entertaining, and they, I, I wouldn't, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't put the money into the production of it and send it all over the country if it wasn't yeah. wildly entertaining. Okay. You, Sorry. Correction. Facebook is telling me it's three and a half hours, but when you consider that it says starts at 730, that's probably when the doors open. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. okay. So, yeah. No. Ignore everything I just said. It's, I can see it being two hours. <laughs> yes, yes. It does say it has two acts and there's a 15-minute in, uh, intermission. Okay. Yeah. If you like singing and you like, inter, you know, yes. that, yeah, I'm sure you're going to like it. I'm sure. I'm sure they did a nice job. Yes. I was going to say, I'm just reading it. It says it opened on Broadway in 2007. Wow. Ran oh, wow. until 2008 and earned seven Tony Awards, including wow. Best Original Score. How crazy is that? Nice. Wow. Okay. All right. If anyone wanted to know more about oh, it. Oh, that, that's good information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next, at Weathervane Playhouse, January 11th through the 21st, the Eileen Mauchy, I think that's how you say it, the Eileen Mauchy Theater Fest, a new 10-minute play festival. Eight plays were selected from hundreds of submissions, and following the performances, each day's audience will... Vote for their favorite plays. Are they like original works? They're original works, all 10-minute plays. Oh, very cool. Interesting. And I guess there's cash prizes for the winners. Oh. It's a cool place. I've only been there that one time, but um, yeah, I need to go there more often. I think it's a very cool place. Hmm. Maybe we should have a field trip. I've never been there. I yeah, haven't either. It's a cool little place. We could do that. Yeah. Write an article about it, too. There you go. There you go. Calga Valley Art Center is having their winter expedition winter exhibition coming up. Uh, they're looking for entries. The theme is not limited to winter, and submissions will be accepted on January 19th and 20th. Is there any theme at all, or is just like anything that you... Uh, it's not limited to winter, but they said just whatever your heart desires. Uh, so wow. pretty much anything. Yes. Got it. And finally... Watchmen fans will be interested to hear that JC Comics has recently obtained two different portfolios they have for sale of unique art by Dave Gibbons and John Higgins. Each portfolio has a limited edition set of 12 prints from the French hardcover edition of Watchmen, including one smaller black and white print autographed by Alan Moore. Uh, oh, it's autographed by Alan Moore, Dave Gibbons, and John Higgins. The store also has a larger portfolio that isn't autographed, but has 
content from both the French and American. So if anyone's looking for an Alan Moore autograph. Where's JC Comics? On State Road. On State? Oh, okay. Oh. It's all over. It's across the street from Taco Bell. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. I don't know anything about Watchmen. So you can go eat some Taco Bell and get some comics. comic art. Yeah. Then use their bathroom. Oh, boy. To read the comics. Nice. Oh, oh man. Code Brown. <laughs> I will say it's a, it's a wonderful store. I, for 20 years of service at work, I received a $50 gift card. Oh, to the comic that's, shop. that's very cool. Oh, that's and nice. I got, and then I went on Black Friday and got 25% off. Nice. Oh, very cool. And so Maximize. I got a $50 book of the book of the series Paper Girls, which is an excellent story set in Cleveland. Okay. Neat. All right. Nice little gift. Yeah. So we want to thank our listeners for joining us this week. We apologize for the small show. Oh, but we made up for it with our big personalities. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I like that Jen is thinking positive. Oh, it's 2024. That's my, it's a new leaf. New me. We do want to hear your ideas for potential interviewees and articles for the paper. You can shout those out to us at fallsfreepress at gmail.com. Plus, be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and other podcatchers if you enjoyed what you heard. For now, we'll say goodbye and hope you join us next time. Bye! Later! Fallscast is a production of the Falls Free Press in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. Please check out the Falls Free Press at fallsfreepress.com or on social media at facebook.com slash fallsfreepress. We thank you for listening to this episode, which was recorded and edited by Bart Sullivan. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell your call to false friends and family so they can listen as well.